This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello and welcome back to a new week of Minute Bowl. I'm Cuppy Cup, and today we have a four-pack, if that's a thing. Uh, I'm joined by Factor Wes Davis. Howdy. And Chuck GBH. Hi. <laughs> Chuck, is this your first Minute Bowl? It, it is. Okay. I don't, we didn't really prep Chuck, so this... I'm, I'm not aware of the format. <laughs> Don't worry, we experienced the same thing with Cool Hand last week, who is joining us again, Cool Hand Lucas. Hello. He had such a good time he came back, Cup. That's right. Everyone's clamoring to get back on the Minute Bowl because it's just taking off. It was in week one. I think I mentioned we were number 31 in iTunes podcasts. In <laughs> week two, we were number 30. We're coming for you, Joe Rogan. Sadly, though, we're number 32 now, so we actually fell back. That's okay. Yeah, but that's why you brought me in. Yeah, yeah. We, we brought in the big guns. We were going to save him for football season. We're going to sign Chuck to a max contract. Oh, that was a that was a good segue, uh, Wes. <laughs> we Thank are, you. I'm here we're to signing Chuck to a max contract similar to current Aggie, always Aggie, not former Aggie, Chris Middleton, Whoop. signed a five-year contract with the Milwaukee Bucks to continue there for $178 million. That's Milwaukee. Are you guys big uh, NBA fans? I like the NBA. I like the NBA. The NBA is good, good entertainment. NBA action is fantastic. Are you like a Pelicans fan, Lucas? Oh, yeah. Big time Pelicans fan now. What does it actually look like to be a big time Pelicans fan? Ever since they rebranded to the Pelicans, uh, it's got a good New Orleans fl- flair. I've been to a few games. It's really a lot of fun. The NBA puts on it as a really good product. I mean, if you haven't gone to an NBA game, go because i mean they are a fantastic otherworldly athletes and uh, it's right they're going to a hockey game if you haven't been to a professional hockey game go see one of those too it's just so much better than watching on tv the last time i went to an nba game i broke up with the girl that i took to it at, at the game uh on the way home did you time it to where you finished the breakup right when you pulled up to her door and be like so i'll be seeing you later uh, actually, it was my favorite breakup story of all time because she stepped out of the car and wouldn't close the door in my car because she insisted that we talk this through. And I was so fed up that I just threw it in first and floored the car, <laughs> floored it. So the door <laughs> slammed and I drove off. Excellent. <laughs> I'm assuming that was the, the Wrangler. I, no, no, that was that. Was that. Oh, bummer. <laughs> Of absolutely no relevance. What what team did you go see? Uh, it was a Mavericks game. I do not oh. recall who they were playing. <laughs> Is that your team, Wes? Yeah, that's my team. Okay. I, I love the Mavericks. I've never been to a Rockets game. I used to go to Sixers games sometimes, but if anyone in Houston has 
very, very, very good seats for free, I would love to go. You would love to go with bad seats for free. Uh, don't, don't pretend. I like to take pictures, kind of like view from the office type things. And uh, it's tough to do that with bad seats. If anybody would like to feed Cup's ego that he's important, please give him a call. Yes, thank you. Well, there's a difference. Like I've got to go. I've got to go to a couple of Mavericks games in the uh, the mid level suites. You know, mm-hmm. just for people had free tickets. And once you've done that, you can't it's go back. Fun. You're ruined. It's like it's like the Hulu commercial or Flying First Class. You just you can never go back to the way things were because you're always looking back up there and seeing how much fun those people are having. You know that they have unlimited chicken tenders and beer and, and they're just sitting there watching the game or the TV or just hanging out and chatting. It, it's pretty, it's pretty sweet looking in there. Chuck, am I, am I losing my mind or did we sit in the all American club together at college? Yes. Uh, actually the fanciest seats I've ever had at Kyle field were when I went with you. <laughs> I don't, I don't know where you got those tickets, but that was great. What's the club level at Kyle field like? Oh, it's insane. It's opulent. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's nice because the it's so hot when you go to a game in September. Uh, to be able to go inside and get like pretty decent refreshments is a really nice touch. Do they serve Longhorn Tears? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's, called, it's called uh, Bud Energy. If you, uh, if you haven't had the opportunity to go to an Aggie football game with Cuppy Cup, I highly recommend it just for the spectacle of knowing that he's going to leave in the third quarter and drive home. <laughs> I'm almost positive I did that too. I'm 100% <laughs> sure that you did. And we saw Ted Cruz and Billy Lucci in the club's club oh area. Oh my God, Were that's they together? right. How were you able to tell them apart? <laughs> Ted Cruz uh, didn't have his goatee yet. <laughs> they were walking side by side with their hands in each other's back pockets. Back pockets, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we, I'm, I think we got blown out, so uh, it did leave very, very early um, for that contest. But anyway, swinging back to the NBA, which um, you know, most Aggies listening to this show are probably um, huge NBA free agency fans. Uh, we also have DeAndre Jordan, who I guess if you combine his career with Chris Middleton's, they spent a full four years at A&M, but he <laughs> signed with, <laughs> he signed with the Brooklyn take. Nets, which is really interesting because they cleaned up in free agency. They signed uh, Kevin Durant, of course, and Kyrie Irving um, and, and Kyrie and Kevin didn't take the the league max so that DeAndre Jordan could sign because they he's he's such a hell of an Aggie, hell of a guy. So they only took millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, they wanted to make sure he could get a, a $10 million a year salary. Well, it's nice of uh, Kevin Durant as a Longhorn to help out an Aggie right. like that. that. That is reaching across. It reminds me of the Puff, the puff distribution. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But also, I guess uh, Chris Middleton may, uh, has signed for more than uh, Kevin Durant, so he's obviously the better player. So A&M comes out on top in that scenario. Yeah, I think if you're going just on money, he's the best or second best player in the league. Yeah, so we, we don't even need to play the game because we already know who won. Also, a slightly less report, Daniel House signed a re-up with the Rockets for $11 million. So good for him coming out of the league. Good stuff. And that was a, a three-year deal. I'm just on... Uh, What's his name? Wadge's uh, Twitter account. 
I don't, I don't know any of these things that I'm saying. I'm, I'm choosing my moments very carefully so that it's not apparent that I don't know anything about the NBA. <laughs> Summertime is slow sports time. We take what we can get. Yes. If we can get David to write three separate articles about these three signings, we are going to be loaded with content this week. <laughs> hey, cop. Yes, um, Wes. What? Sorry, how much did DeAndre take to go to Brooklyn? Oh, <laughs> it's a three-year deal for $11.1 million, which mm. raises a, an interesting question, Wes, now that you mention it. Doesn't um, it? <laughs> I was thinking of what it would take, and we, obviously we don't have to reveal our salaries or anything like that, but maybe on a percentage basis, what would it take to get you to move from Austin or Dallas or wherever the hell you live in Louisiana to Brooklyn, New York? Well, I mean, $11.1 million, that's not even enough to live in Brooklyn, is it? I think it's, I think it's 11.1 per year. I think it's $30 million. It's a four-year, $40 million deal. That makes more sense. Thank you. For so, that. but yeah, that would do it. Yeah, <laughs> that's do it what there. you need. I could tell you, I, I don't know how, many, how much time any of y'all have spent in New York. I've just spent a little bit of time, but I hate the subways. If you live in Brooklyn, you're going to have to take the subway a lot. So, see, I like the subway. Am I a goober? No, for I that? take that. Public transportation and walking is great. Well, not all subways are equal, and the New York subways are the same subways that they've had for what 45, 50 years. Yeah, subjectively, it's the worst subway, but but that still makes it better than whatever my current alternative I mean, is. If you're listening and you've never been to New York City and you've seen Coming to America. The subways and coming to America, they look just like that, except they're worse now because the cars haven't changed. And when you ride in the subway in New York, they shake, they rattle, the lights go on and off. And I'm just, and if you're claustrophobic at all, like I am, it's almost unbearable. And over the decades, they're all definitely, like every single one of them has been soaked in urine at some Guys, point. subways are like a good cast iron skillet. They need a lot of seasoning. <laughs> <laughs> And if you're like me, seasoning with urine. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, and that's why they don't wash them. It's important that you don't. Well, you know, you compare that to the, the metro in D.C., which I like a lot. Gets you where you need to go, gets it fast, relatively clean. I have no problem with that. feels relatively safe. New York the D.C. metro is nice. New York is just terrifying. I'm not getting in and out on that every day. I'll be taking the, the cabs or the Ubers. <laughs> See, I don't take public transportation because I'm always worried that I won't know how to pay. Yeah. Well, if I had $11 million what? a year, too, I think I'd hire my own driver. Wait. So I'm going to have that problem. What do you mean you won't know how to pay? Yeah. Can we roll back to that? What I, the hell planet are you on, dude? No, I'm saying like if I'm going to get on a subway or a bus, what do I, oh. did they do Apple Pay or how the hell does that work? <laughs> I don't have cash. You, just give them, you give them your subway punch card. Your 10th ride yeah, is free. It's like a foot long thing. <laughs> now I'm just thinking about the. The subway You're commercial that went viral. About not knowing how to do a transaction. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, do they have a special ticket window, or is this like a a point of purchase? What's thing? your PhD in? Uh, public transit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> he minored in uh, small transactions under two hundred dollars. <laughs> You know, while I'm joking, that's very accurate. If you ask a PhD in anything, how to do something practical in that field, they will uh, poop their pants. <laughs> that's, that's the reality. 
that's a minute, folks.